Straight up 5 o'clock on a live imaging Thursday. Good to be back. Mm. Pressing the flesh with you boys. You look good. good. To have and you, girls. Man. You look good, Christopher. Thank you. I'm trying. Always. You do. Always. No, you look like you've lost a couple pounds. Right? I, seven pounds so far. Looks Congrats. Good. You're, you're 50, looks... 53 to go, even though Lindsay doesn't think I can run. Uh, well, you can't run. Hey, stop. I am your biggest cheerleader and like helper with the keto stuff, so don't even go there. The keto yeah, snacks are true. Don't go there. How, how many keto <laughs> snacks have I introduced you to? <laughs> it's time for what you need yeah, to know. A lot of feistiness in Hungarian here. Hungarian heat and the queen of keto snacks. Take it away, <laughs> producer Lindsay. Give me a little credit. I feel like I have some some type of like contribution to that, right? You do, yeah. To your weight loss. Thank so you. There, there you go. Thank you. There she Thank is. You. Uh, what you need That's to know brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Got that in. Double H, what do you got? So what I got is that UCLA has announced that it will hold its second annual Los Bruins game on September 17th as they welcome South Alabama to the Rose Bowl to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. So if you want, you can head to UCLABruins.com for info on the Los Bruins game package, and each package includes a pair of tickets and T-shirts. So that is what you need to know. Nice. Hear that, Chris? September 17th. Did that date sound familiar to you? Yeah, but I'm not going to – I'm a USC fan. I'm not going to Los Bruins. Hey, that's smart marketing, though. It is smart marketing. Any, By the anytime way, you put Los anything, those shirts sell. I know, we, I know we teased uh, so well about OBJ, but I believe we have a uh, tequila shot update, Beto Duran, right? Oh, yeah. This comes from the community. Uh, where is it at? Uh, Beto in Whittier tweeted that uh, 50 shots is the equivalent of two bottles. So that guy drank almost two bottles. Damn. Yeah. He says uh, one bottle is 750 milliliters, holds 25 ounces. Or 25 shots. So 50 is two bottles, according to Beto and Whittier. Damn. Gracias, Tocayo. Wow. Yeah. Monster. So I'm down to do 10 shots in three minutes because Morales made a good point. <laughs> 10 shots in one minute, which I can do. I don't want to We puke. don't need you to yeah, do Yeah, you might this. vomit. Just your yeah. acid. Like, your body might just... Like react because yeah. I haven't done that since I was like twenty something. Exactly. You know? Sometimes you got to realize once you hit 30, I'm thirty four, you're done. That? You got to retire the whole done. days, man. It, it's done. And let it go. Let it go. We don't need to have Goldschlager anymore, right? We've advanced now, right? We need to have no more Cuervo. We're having good tequila now. Uh, no, you well, advance. Uh, they're probably a sponsor or something, so we don't mind them. <laughs> so Laura, why don't Goldschlager's not sponsoring this? No, not them, but Cuervo. Um, Laura, yes. why don't you do this 10-shot challenge? No, on, no, you on do not do My this. Instagram live? Oh, no, yes. no. We can't be challenging no, no, no. people when it comes We're to not this. This is just us. challenging. No, no. no challenge. This is just us hanging out. No. This is hanging out for Chris's birthday, so it's like happy birthday one no, shot. We happy don't need birthday. alcohol poisoning at somebody's birthday. Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I have mean, a lot of carbs, you know, prior. But, I mean, it's it's a big thing to come out and say I can do that. Like, I was like, I don't know if I can really do that. Beto was like, I 100% cannot, will not. No. And Laura's like, I got this. Well, because I look, I've been drinking for a long time, and I like Beto says, know your limits, right? So I know, I will say that I knew I could do that. I have not tried for a while, and like y'all know, I've lost a lot of weight and had surgery and stuff. Have not tried that post surgery, so I don't know how you that would go. That. You don't need that. Just saying. <laughs> Big E brings up the tweet: ten shots, three minutes, Papa's and beer. That's right. That's right. Papa's oh. and beer, Rosarito with a whistle. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. Cap knows all about the whistle. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I do. He knows the whistle and the whip. Uh, well, the whip I know well. The whip I know we very, know very do. well. <laughs> I know it real well. Rachel. It's true. What you need to know being brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spot. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, you know what? I'm not going to talk about Odell Beckham. Well, well, have we talked about Wednesday, August 24th yet? 
We have not. Because and the community's got to represent that night Go and that afternoon. Go ahead. At the road, uh, no, the hometown, homebound brew house mm-hmm. over at Union Station. Right. It's where you pick up the Dodger nice. shuttle. Yeah. We're going to be broadcasting live 4 to 7 p.m. The whole crew is going to be there. The whole Mishbuka. Yes. Bing, this song will play live. Bing. What's it called? The Homebound Brew House. Homebound Brew House, okay. And you could see Cappy do it in person. Oh, you know it. Shidana will be there. Beto loves it when I do it in person. We're working on getting Producer Laura there. Producer Lindsay will be there. I'll be there. Maybe Beto will stop by. You know the big CY Clinton Yates is going to be like, oh, I just happened to take a train, and guys, you guys are here. (laughs) I just ended up here. And the concierge will be there as well. Inside the Union Julian! That's what it's called? That place is good. Yeah. I, I was never, just there a few I never weeks knew back. The name, but that place it is, is good. good. The homebound brew house. That's Gonna fun. be a party, party, oh party! So be there Wednesday, August twenty fourth. Come out, press the flesh with us. Represent the community, four to seven p.m. So yeah, join us. Uh... Cappy will be broadcasting live, and then in two days after that, at the the fantasy event, Hollywood Park Casino, Hollywood Park yeah. Casino, which we're giving away passes for. Thank you for helping me there, Cappy. You're welcome. So two big events for the community. You got to be there Wednesday, August twenty fourth, and Friday, August twenty sixth. Yeah, because somebody today asked me in the community if tomorrow, I think uh, Travis and Slee are supposed to be at Funner, California. Does that sound familiar to you, Chris? Yes, correct, Amundo. Okay, so somebody sent me a message today and said, hey, are you going to go hang out for the Travis and Slee broadcast at Funner, California? And I said, I'm not really sure. I, I didn't have it on my calendar tomorrow. Perhaps I will go by. And they said, well, we're not sure if we want to go. It's kind of a far drive. So I, of course, went right back to them and said, well, don't forget about our remote broadcast Wednesday, August twenty fourth, four to seven at Home Brown Brew House in Union Station, and they're like, "Oh, okay, maybe we'll go to that." A lot closer. I want to go to that tomorrow, Cappy. You want to go? go? If you go, yeah, you want. I've been go? trying to get ask Morales. I was just texting him last night saying I want to go see the Gin Blossoms at uh, Harris SoCal. Well, yeah, they, go they, support they, Travis and Sleewa tomorrow, but be sure to be there with us Wednesday, August twenty fourth <laughs> at Union Station. <laughs> All right. There you have it. All right, so fun. all the Dodger fans that get. Hanging out, they start getting loaded, and they start doing, let's go Dodger chance before they jump on the train. Yeah. You going to be there, Beto? I don't know. I might not be in the country. Oh, that's right. You may be going to do, a, uh, like, a mixed martial arts fight somewhere? Yeah, in, I might be in, in Chile. Chile. So, I'm trying to figure that out, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you are in Chile, we won't expect you. But if you're not in Chile, oh, can I'm we there. expect you? Oh, I'll be there, yeah. Okay, I'm very good. on the train, man. Very good. You know me, I'm, I, and not even working. I'm just going to go as a fan to support the, the show. Okay, we love that. Yeah, I'm a P1, man. We appreciate you. Yeah. We do, in a big way. So, um, okay, this Odell thing, I'll get to it later on, because something I think a bit more interesting. Uh, Lindsay was telling me a story earlier today that Tommy Lee, you know who Tommy Lee is? Yeah, uh, what's it called? He was married to Pam, Pam Motley Crue. He was married to Pam Anderson, right? That's right. Yeah, Motley Crue guy, but drummer. He's a drummer from, from Motley Crue. Okay. And apparently um, he sent some nude photos of himself on Instagram. Two. He posted a nude photo on Instagram, you know, on accident last night, I guess, or like two in the morning. Quickly realized and deleted it. Oops, my bad. Okay. One of those things. Have you ever uh, posted something that you shouldn't have posted and had to hurry up and delete it? Nah, I put my phone away at night. You do, huh? Yeah. Like okay. when I go out, I'm not posting anything. Okay, gotcha. So, so Tommy Lee, though, I mean, I would say he's more famous... Not so much for being the drummer of Motley Crue. Isn't he more famous for the old VHS tape of him and Pamela, which became That's like a... how I know him. Right. What's the what, Who had the series on it just recently, Linz? Like, wasn't Hulu. there like... Oh, it was Hulu. Yes. Okay, so isn't that... It was a Hulu series. Right. So he's more uh, famous for that, isn't he? No, I mean, he's a rock star. No, yeah. I mean... He's more famous for Motley like, Crue. I mean, maybe that, that like adds to his legend. Being. 
Yeah. I think he he's he's more famous for being from Motley Crue for sure. Yeah, he's a rock star, man. Okay. But well, it, the only it thing adds is, to his mystique, you know. All I'm getting at is that the guy was naked on this tape that everybody saw. You know, and yeah, so it's not for like him, anything they haven't seen before, right? And for him to post on Instagram naked picture of himself, it's like uh, we've already seen this, pal. Hmm, that's the way I looked at it, anyway. Yeah. Ha- have you ever accidentally sent a message to somebody that was not intended for that person? No, never. No. Yes, you have. Everybody's done that. No. Wow. I had that's this impressive. Because, I had this no, no. Listen to the the kind of question he's asking. It's not like oh, you texted the wrong person. What, what, what's the question? <laughs> You're asking the innuendo, like ask if you send somebody a sex picture. No, that's not what I was asking. Oh, then why are you bringing up Tommy Lee? Because that's what uh, he did. Okay, what Tommy Lee did, and you're asking if I did that. Like, no, I haven't done what Tommy Lee's done. No, I haven't done that either. But I did. I did recently send a, a <laughs> message to somebody. This is really. Embarrassing. I mean, we've all texted somebody the wrong. Look, I, I texted somebody happy birthday the other day, and it was to Amanda Brown, and it wasn't her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> did she correct you and say? Yeah, she's like, my birthday is the same as your son, and I'm like, oh, you're How right. How drunk were you? No, nah, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't get drunk. It was during the morning. It was in the morning. He mm-hmm. puts his phone away at night. Remember, Laura? But it was in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Right, but he was drinking beers this morning on the golf course. No, but it's like you know, you text the wrong person. That's what we're talking about. I've done about. it many times. I do yeah. it all the time. And, and it's one of the few times where I'm like, I don't even because I I never wish people happy birthday, so I I messed up. That's why I, I don't is, wish people happy birthdays, anyways. I had a situation recently and um, sent an email to somebody, or I intended to send an email to a guy named Adam. And I was sending an email to this guy, Adam, to tell him that this guy, Paul, was. we needed to fire this guy. We got to get rid of this guy. He's a jerk. He's no good. He's violated our anti-a-hole policy. He's not doing good work. Where? We got to fire this guy. Right? Wait, did you really say he violated the anti-a-hole policy? 100%. That's kind of a good line. I'll give yeah, you that. 100%. I can't work with people who violate that policy. But you're the boss, right? Yeah, so, so we were going to fire this guy. But okay. instead of me sending the email to Adam about firing Paul, I sent the email to Paul. Telling him you're going to fire him. Telling him that he's a jerk and he's violated the anti- anti-a-hole policy and that we got to fire him. So then he sends me an email and he writes back to me and he goes, I don't think this was intended for me. And I looked at the email and went, oh, my God. I sent the email that was supposed to be about him, and it was supposed to go to this guy. Instead, I somehow sent it directly to the guy that I'm talking about. So here's this guy receiving this email, and I'm talking behind his back about what a jerk he is and that we have to fire him. And then he comes back to me and says, so this was not for me, was it? (laughs) And I wrote him back, Beto, and I said to him, no, Paul, that was not intended for you. But now that you've seen it, it's it's time. It's time to end. You're this fired. Thing. This yeah. was your employee. Yeah, that's right. Damn, cat. I know, rude, right? Mean. No, if he sucks, he sucks. Fire he him. He did suck. He sucked. This guy sucked. Gone. I had to fire him. All right. So why do you feel bad? Why do I feel bad? Yeah. Oh, I only feel bad because um, I sent the email to the wrong person, and then he <laughs> got because I would have been a little more tactful, like, hey. You know, as a boss, as a boss. Okay, I I, see that. I don't really think this is working out so well. You know, like, I think maybe it's time for us to go our separate ways. Like, I would have sugarcoated it. But instead, I'm like, this guy's a jerk. He sucks. We got to get rid of this guy. And then he received the email of me talking all this crap behind his back. Here's another question I have. 
All right. Why didn't you call your employee instead of emailing him? Well, I didn't mean to e- email no, him. No, 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 no. The guy you who was supposed to get the email. Yeah. Why didn't you just call him and tell him this? Because, I don't know, because the email was just easier at the time. Yeah, see, I, I'm not an email guy. I don't, no? I, I, I barely use it. Like, I really, I I use it for work, and that's about it. Um, and it's usually just, okay, thank you, and that's it. Like, I've never done the per your request or all that other stuff, the passive-aggressive stuff that bosses do. Mm-hmm. I've never been involved with that. I've never had a corporate email. So I always have, if you have something to say, just call me. Uh, that's why I'm wondering, you as the boss, why didn't you call your employee and tell them, hey, I don't like this dude. Let's get rid of him. I don't know, man. I'm more of an email guy than I am a phone guy. Hmm. Okay. You're more phone than email. Yeah, but it was a very hostile email. Class. It was very hostile. So you're, so you were very like, hostile. you were doing amazing where you're typing like this really hard. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was crushing it. Well, I would have just called the dude like, hey man, that's it. Boom, boom, boom. Get rid of him. Fire his. Yeah, I know, but it felt good actually. I was like, oh, good. Now that you know that we think you're a jerk, <laughs> you're fired. Can't stand you. Get rid of him. All right, stick around. I will at some point get into Beto about what he thinks is going to happen here with OBJ. We'll figure that out. We'll talk about that. Plus, are energy drinks killers? We'll get to that story. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, beautiful. Live Imaging Thursday on Shinano and Cap, the great Better Durant sitting in. On this day in 2009, Miley, Miley Cyrus. Released Party in the USA as her lead single from her debut album, Cappy. I love this song. Now, who's that chick that's rocking kicks? Uh. Yeah. I love it. Here, listen to this. Not a Nashville party. I guess I didn't get the memo. Uh. Love this song. This is why I start really jamming right here. Hold on a second. And the Britney song is our own. Uh, hands up to play my song. The butterflies fly away. Rocking my hips like, yeah. Moving my hips like, yeah. Come on, Morales, you got to be into this song. <laughs> you got to be grinding In all over In 2009, I was all over it. I still love this song. You I was hanging like out song? with the Breezies in 2009. It's a so fun it's- song. It's a fun song. But, yo, Cap, we can't interrupt you, man. We got to let you have your moment right there. Thank you, man. You're in the zone right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's when you got three daughters, you know, songs like No, it's like a good these. hook, man. It's a good hook. It's a fun song. You can't hate on this song. It's a little kitschy. You know, nice little summer. 
So the great Jesse Dorado on uh, Instagram slid into my DMs. He said he won a table for the fantasy draft, mm-hmm. but he said all his buddies – hold on, hold on. I know the breakdown's coming. You ready, Cap? Go ahead. Yeah. Put your hands up. We're playing that song. The butterflies fly away. Like, yeah. <laughs> Moving my hips like, yeah. Cut your hands up. They're playing our song. The butterflies fly away. Anyway, I'm good. Uh, this is a song. That my buddy uh, Eric Rivera is a comedian. You know how sometimes comedians have songs they come out to? Yeah. yeah. Eric, he uses a song every now and then. He does? Oh, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Cappy, can we, when we do that Del Mar weekend, yep. coming up in just a few weekends, mm-hmm. can we do this together? You want to perform this song to. together? Like, 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 you know, a pillow party. <laughs> I know we're going to have a pillow party that night. You I already know, know. I already know what you're doing. <sighs> I'm worried about being tied up by you and Rachel. Cap, <laughs> <laughs> did you have that Uh-oh. song as a ringtone? I did not have that song as a ringtone. Oh, no, yeah. I did not. You know, you, right, you we know. go back to Jesse Dorado's DM already in progress. He said all his buddies, significant others, said no. So he wants to know if he can have the community uh, fill up those seven spots. I don't understand. Wait a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. His, well, he's his, got no friends. So no, apparently they're wives. I mean, he could be. Maybe he doesn't have friends. I know he's signing into my DM, so he's got me as a friend at least. So, so wait, he's his friends' there, wives the won't let them go. That's to what Hollywood he's saying. Park That's what Casino? Jesse is saying. Mm, so he needs lie. seven people for his table. Okay. So they're like Cappy. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think he's got to go into the community. So Jesse, mm-hmm. go into the community, Sedano and Cap on Twitter, and try to find yourself seven friends. <laughs> Shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> no. Should not be too hard. I can tell you that this right now. This show is off the rails, man. Well, what's wrong Miley. with that? It's summer. Oh, it's, fant- it's Summer, summer. Well, I'm just trying to get to OBJ talk, okay? <laughs> yeah. I- I just Sedano know- and Cap continues now with OBJ talk. Take it away, <laughs> Cappy. <laughs> Oh, all right. Man. All right. Well, listen, um, you want to get into OBJ no! or you want to get into energy drinks? Like Red Bull? Yeah. Do you drink energy drinks? No, nah, man. Not at all. Okay. Nah, man. No, I don't. Yeah, me neither. I don't. I don't drink so any why? of them. I don't drink any of them. I do. So why do you I drink the Celsius is drink. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Should I call Celsius an energy drink? Yeah, I think it is. It, that's what yeah. it's it's called. It's called like an energy drink. It's All right, hold on. Time out. So, I drink kept, a Celsius. Kept, kept, kept. Yeah, they're mm. good too. Let, let me let me try to figure out your mind on this Thursday afternoon. Okay, go ahead. You want to talk about energy drinks, mm-hmm. but then you don't drink them. Well, until just now, moments ago, I didn't realize I did because I like Celsius also. <laughs> I do. <sighs> I like Celsius too, so but what? I didn't realize it because I think of energy drinks as like Red Bull. What yeah. are some of the other ones? Monster. Monster. What's what? Are, what are the names uh, of the other that's ones? All I got. The ones that I just make anything you know, Red Bull vodka. That's all I know about that. So there's a, a report today that uh, these energy drinks can affect your heart health over time. Yeah. To which and I your say, liver too, right? Right. My first thought is, you tell me something I don't know. Yeah. I mean, here's a line in in an article. The consumption of energy drinks has been linked to high blood pressure, irregular heart rates, and stroke, among other health conditions. Uh, Yeah, I kind of feel like I could figure that out on my own. Yeah, you're slamming three, four of them at a time. Because you're not just having one. That's it. Right? I guess, man. I I think the reason it's a story, Cap, is because, you know, a lot of people use TikTok for various things. And Mm -hmm. there's this woman who's like, I think she's a she's either a doctor or she's a nurse, nurse practitioner who has kind of become TikTok famous for her health advice. Like she's mm-hmm. trying to get people to be more aware and educate them on things that are like popular and trending things that you shouldn't do because they're bad for you. Mm-hmm. So like one of her recent TikToks that blew up was about how bad and 
products are for you and for your heart. And all these, you know, Gen Zs, I guess that's what they're called. The new ones are Gen Zs, right? Mm-hmm. All these Gen Z kids are just like, no way, because they're so accustomed to like, like I used to be like that and I'm a millennial. Like I used to wake up every morning and I would drive to the gas station at the corner and get like three Red Bulls and I had to drink those every day. I went through horrible Red Bull withdrawal because like when I stopped drinking it. But this woman, like the, her TikToks are blowing up and that's where the article came from was like this lady trying to educate all these young people on why you shouldn't drink in energy drinks. And these well, young kids don't seem to know. Well, let me tell you something. This, this hits super, super close to home. Um, listen to this story. True story. So, Beto, you know, I was telling my son uh, before he went back to college, he had to get a physical from his doctor here. Because remember, this is D2 college. It's not like he's playing at USC or UCLA where they show up and then they put him through a battery of exams, you know? Yeah, you do so, your own. So he's got to do his own physical before he goes back to school. So he goes to a uh, an urgent care and he walks in. And he says, hi, I'm just here. I'd like to get a physical because I've got this form. It's got to be filled out. So they, they take him in the back. They put the blood pressure thing on his arm, right? They start doing his blood pressure. They're like, ooh, your blood pressure is really high. Now, I don't really know. What's like, what's normal bl- blood pressure? Does anybody know? I don't know. I don't know what you are. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. But it was like super high. It was like 160 over 100. It's like 120 and, over 80, right? That's all I ever hear. Is that, that's kind of the normal? Whatever it is. He's Whatever it is. He's a, 20, he's a 22-year-old kid, and the doctor says to him, you have high blood pressure. So my kid comes home and he goes, Dad, I didn't pass the physical. They won't fill out the paperwork because my blood pressure is high. I go, well, what did you do before you went there? And what did he do? He had one of these energy drinks, right? So he goes to the doctor. He goes to get a physical. He takes the blood pressure, and the blood pressure is through the roof, and they won't pass him for a physical. Mm-hmm. So I go, okay. I go, you know what? Take a week. You'll go back to a different urgent care. You'll walk in. Don't drink energy drinks. Don't drink coffee. You'll go in. Your blood pressure will be fine. He goes in. Beto, totally true story. Blood pressure again through the roof. 160 over whatever it is. They don't pass him. The next thing I know, the kid is freaking out. I'm done. I'm not playing. I can't pass the test. I got high blood pressure. I go, bro, you got to calm down. So I sent him to a cardiologist. I literally had to send him to a cardiologist. Spending money, Kat. Right, right. And the cardiologist puts him on one of those stress tests. Come on. on. Dude, I'm telling you. Dude, but he's 22 years old. Why is his blood pressure so high, right? They put him on a treadmill. They put him on a stress test. They they hook him up to a million different machines. And and the doctor says to him, do you drink energy drinks? And the kid goes, yeah, I do. And he goes, you better get off of them. Get How off many is he ener- drinking a day? I, Three, listen, four of them? I don't, I don't know, man. I, I didn't really know he was drinking all this stuff, to be honest with you. The only people I know who drink them still to this day are my buddies that are drivers, the guys that drive for UPS at night, uh, or you know, guys that, a bunch of my longshoremen buddies that work the overnights. Uh, down on the docks, you know, they're, they're the ones drinking that. Like, I drank Red Bull vodka. I mentioned that a couple times. I'm like, woo, never again, because I want to go to sleep after leaving the club, man. Like, forget that. And you just feel that sensation. I don't, do, I don't, that's why I don't like them. Yeah. Um, listen, this, this person on TikTok who's telling us the story, energy drinks, death in a can, I got it. I, I could figure that out on my own, that, that you know, your, your heart could go crazy. But when my 22 year old son had insanely high blood pressure, and the doctor told him, you better get off the energy drinks. I'm like, yeah, dude, that this is serious stuff here. But don't they also, like, they ruin your liver, right? If you drink a lot of them? Is this the same thing? Uh, the liver's very, it takes a lot. <laughs> you, never right. had, you never had those uh, high blood pressure problems, right, Cappy, back when the, uh, the pixie dust days? Hmm. Um, I don't know. My daughter calls my, uh, I'm on two medications. God, I'm embarrassed to admit this. 
She calls them fat pills, and one of them is a blood pressure medication. Best thing you can do is throw those away. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Just what do I do? run and work out. You got your diet in check. Don't take that yep. stuff. I know, but that's my problem. Is that I, I? I was like, Doc, I'm not taking any medication. I'm like, I know I don't need medication. He's like, Well, then clean up your diet. I'm like, Okay, give me the meds. Because in ten years, you're gonna have to do another pill to combat something the other pills cost. Probably so. Yeah, probably true. Back to I the said, pixie dust. You'll be but, fine. But you know what, though, Chris? I said to the doctor, I go, why am I going to take this stuff? He goes, because I see 50-year-old guys that come into my office every day, and I got to take them right to the emergency room and, like, put a stint in their heart. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Jeez. I know. This is terrible. Getting old sucks. It's all energy drinks, fault. Sucks. It Straight up, suck. for real, right? I'm wearing Crocs today. <laughs> <laughs> I did not bring it up. For the record, I did not bring it up. But now that hey, you have. Crocs are like super in right now. So that's like very fashion Well, there's sandals, yeah. not the ugly little Yeah, but when you're wearing the work, it's what, like like you told them in Seinfeld. You just no. give it up today, huh? No, you I didn't. No, no. I brought no. it today, sir. Uh-huh, you gave up today. No, I did not. Mm-hmm. So wait, wearing Crocs to work, is that acceptable or not acceptable? Oh, man. Yeah, you're they're like fashionable you're, now. You're an in adult. Fact, old people. You're an adult. Nope. Where old people shoes. now, if you let me finish talking, Go. old people now are like, it's, it's a thing where it's like, oh, if you make fun of people for wearing cracks, you're old. Yes. And if you're wearing to work, so you're an old saying. person. I am an old person with a back problem yeah. and a knee problem. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Washed up, Laura. That's Man. true. Fashion forward. See, no, no, Beto, that's what I'm saying. The young people say, like, the the washed up old people are the ones making fun of people for wearing cracks. Yeah. The young that's how it wearing, is now. now. The young people, it's, oh, it's a big thing, right? All the kids are wearing it. That's what I'm saying. But, man, when you wear okay, it's so when you're wearing around, cool, whatever. Do what you gotta do. When you're going to work, come on, clean it up. <laughs> clean it up! I am come. clean, though. Just letting everybody know. <laughs> I, I didn't say you weren't. I just like, cleaned it up. Like, I am clean. I showered. We got a break, Cap. We got a break. It is Hit funny you say that, though. I'm gonna tell you something, though. Uh, in fact, I'll just tell you coming right back. Stick around, everybody. Radio Tinder on the way. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 5.30 5.30 in the Southland. Been a while since we did the TV theme bit for Radio Tinder Time. Oh, on this day, one. On this day in 1991, Nickelodeon aired the first episodes of Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stippy. And our generation was never the same. In a good way. So hey, good. Ren! No, it, it, no, which one was it? Stimpy was the big one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Stimpy! No clue. No, yeah, Beto, I'm with you. I mean, I'm familiar Stimpy with Ren and really Steppy, the names, but I, uh, I don't really hey, know this No, Stimpy just like jumped yeah. and then happy, yeah, yeah, happy, yeah. joy, joy. You've never yeah. heard that, Beto? No. Oh, I loved that show. That was my oh, I, I was that. in uh, in the 90s. I was in junior high, high school, so I wasn't watching cartoons. And those were cable shows, right? You said Nickelodeon? Call me Pickles. Oh, we were going to say you didn't have cable? I, Doug. So, no, no cable. You were Doug was so from good, somewhere. too. No, mm-hmm. there was no cable. <laughs> I know. It was no cable. So I, I've heard of Doug. That's the, the cartoon character, right? The big head? Yeah, they're all... No, no, we didn't get, Arnold, we didn't get hey cable until, like, 1990, maybe. Bro, you had a satellite dish in the no, backyard. No, no, yeah, <laughs> no. Mucho was tight, my friend. We were on a budget. Yeah, you had the black box. Don't oh, even he, he had the black box. He had a black yeah. box that he, he kept under lock and key. Yeah, I, 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 when I, when I, here's what I know about the, their back in flavor now, these, these cartoons, because they're on T-shirts. 
And yeah. they're retro again. So that's what I've seen about I love Doug. I have no And idea. that was back when Nick at Night was Nick at Night. Back in Doug the old was days. the best. Patty Mayonnaise mm-hmm. and like Skeeter and Pork Chop. And the song, remember Skeeter the Beats? Awesome. I have a Beats t shirt when they'd be like, The Beats. And their song Killer Tofu. Yeah, Song Killer Tofu. You don't know about that battle? Oh. Don't you remember that song? I eat my sugar cereal and it makes my teeth bacterial. You She's remember on a roll. that? I love Let her go. She's on a roll. She is on a roll. Meanwhile, it is Radio Tinder time. You can follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Baseball. We don't do the mandala right now, right? No, no mandala right now. So what's Nick at Night? Nick at Night back in those days mm. used to be like classic shows. Like Nick and although I guess it's all relative because back then they were running shows from the fifties and sixties. Okay. And now Nick and Night is running shows from the nineties. Which and is, I'm not acting like I just we didn't well, have cable. The best, the and best there was novelas on at the house. So like we're not I, arguing over that. Ooh, the, the best Nick at Night uh, lineup was the one where they had like um it was Snick. That's what they call like Snick. They had all that and well, like yeah, Pete and Pete. Are like you afraid the, of the dark? Nice. Well, Those were the nineties shows. Yeah, back in yeah. the day. In the nineties, imagine where Cap was at in the nineties. Come on, oh, man. I, he I had the pixie dust. Pixie dust. <laughs> was I, was, I wasn't watching Doug and Rimpy. Yeah, he was uh, Puka shelling it up, Rimpy. bro. He had a tattoo that said "Yayo." <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Take it away, producer Lindsay. <laughs> hey, Thanks, Christopher. Super excited. That's awesome to see together. Chris tosses it, Lindsay. Lindsay is excited. It's not. Oh man, this is great. It's magic excited. for me. Always excited. Okay, so. I have a question for you guys, and I don't know. I know, Beto, you're probably going to be like, oh, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about because you seem to do that a lot lately. <laughs> no, not but... lately. But what do you guys want me to do? Pretend like I don't know these, like, like I know these no, things? Don't, don't, don't pretend. pretend. Yeah, you, I, I'm like, I don't know it, so I don't know it. But in a sworn declaration filed on Monday, Taylor Swift defended herself as the sole writer of her 2014 hit called Shake It Off, which was in response to a lawsuit that was filed against her, claiming that she plagiarized some of the lyrics. So the songwriters... Um, named Sean Hall and Nathan Butler. They filed a lawsuit back in 2017 accusing Taylor Swift of copying lyrics from 3LW's hit back in the year 2000 called Play Is Gone Play, which mm-hmm. these guys wrote, right? They said that, and then Taylor responded to this lawsuit saying, quote, the lyrics to Shake It Off were written entirely by me. Until learning about the claim in 2017, I had never heard the song Play Is Gone Play and had never heard of the group 3LW. Are you guys believing Taylor Swift? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to swipe right. I'm going to say I believe Taylor Swift. She's T-Swizzle. She's, <laughs> she's, she's so wholesome. I mean, come on. She, what's she going to do? She's going she's gonna to steal from these guys? And by so the you're, way. You're belie- you're, wait, you're a believer that a hit song that was like back in like the MTV TRL era, like number one video on TRL, Laura, I'm sure, like, Laura, I asked her, because I'm, I'm not crazy, and I'm not the only one who oh, knew this is a big song. song. I can sing it. Yeah. And, like, you believe that this hit song that was everywhere, she'd never heard of it or the group before. I do. I believe that. I do. I, in, in my heart of hearts, deep in my soul, I do truly believe this. You know why? Because I don't know the song either. Yeah, and I'm right there with Cappy. I also agree. Swipe right. Uh, this was 2014. Taylor was a teenager, right? No, no, no. The year this song came out was 2000. Okay, no. What about Taylor's song? Taylor's song came out in 27, like, yeah, like 2015, okay, six, so seven years she's ago. she's a teenager, right? No, she's no, almost, at, that, at that time. No, she was in her, at the time the song came out, yeah. So yeah. When, when her song, Player's Gonna Play, 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 or Hater's Gonna Hate, 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 whatever, mm-hmm. like, she was a teenager, right? No, 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 she wasn't. She was in her late 20s. Late 20s? She's that old? I mean, she's only, she's like 30 now, isn't she? 
Yeah, so but the song came out 15 years ago, right? Or it was seven years ago. Anyways, whatever it is, she was. She's 32, so the song came out right around when she would have known she would have been familiar with it. Yeah, because yeah, I'm 34 and I know about it. Okay, yeah. I, I have no idea what the song is. I've never heard it. Uh, and I'm, you know, there's a lot, this happens a lot in music. But my point That's is. Beyonce? Like, this song came out when she was, when this song, she was growing up in the era of this song. Uh, song. But maybe she didn't listen to it. It, just because you're growing, just because you grew up in that area, doesn't mean you heard it. No, not mm, because. How many times do producers sample other songs, right? So if you're the singer, you might be singing a song, and the lyrics doesn't mean you actually heard that song. I'm I'm right there with Taylor. Like I, I just because I have the song that sounds like yours doesn't mean I actually heard it and took it from you. So Lindsay, you seem to uh, think that Taylor Swift clearly stole from these people. Um, I and think Laura, the fact they both think. Laura, what do you think? Do you think, do you believe Taylor Swift? Not my, I'm not saying she stole anything. I'm just saying the fact that she's saying, I've never heard that song in my life and I've never heard of 3LW. I, I think that I she's agree with it. I never heard it. I never heard of them. Yeah, I, but you're also like, this 20 is the years song. Older. Yeah. It is. I know this whole song. They weren't playing this on power, were they? They, this is definitely on TRL and like MTV and all, it was all over the mm. place. Laura, do you believe Taylor Swift? No. No, you guys are just hating on T Swift. No, no, no. Don't like, you guys are just mad because no she has reason. banners. I have no reason to no, hate no, on Taylor Swift. No, no, I don't. Swift, I, I don't like have her. to. My but it happens is, all the time in the radio. Okay, but I was gonna say it happens a lot for artists, and I hate to take it there. You know, three girls that they weren't like Taylor Swift level, right? To get their stuff taken from them. I, I'll leave it huh? at that. It's, I don't believe. Just, I, I believe Taylor. I don't. All right. Wow. A couple of Taylor haters right there. Yeah, no kidding. Because no, you no, know why? Because no, haters no. going to hate, hate, hate. I, no, I, I love, love Taylor. Taylor Swift. I do, too. I'm just saying I don't believe that a girl that was growing yeah, Lindsay, up. you're and, so adamant about this. I know, and because you're, because, you're I think strong. That it's, because I think it's kind of like a slap in the face to, like, you know, a popular girl group in that time to be like, was oh, it really I've that popular? What, what's their name? 3LW. They had a couple. Adrian Bailon is like, was, they were like also part of the Cheetah Girls. They became part of the Cheetah Girls. They were all over TV. They were all over TV. So people knew who 3LW was. And then Adrian Bailon is also was part of The Real. Okay, I'm getting way too much information. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, let's go. Right, next question. The, the whole overall point is that <laughs> I feel like the fact that she said I never heard of them or that song, I just think like that's kind of like a low blow. Like she's it's unbelievable. An artist, and it's it's not. It is not believable okay. that Taylor Swift did not know that no. song by heart and sing it in the shower. That is not a believable story. Okay. You. you guys clearly yeah. are a little too old to understand this yep. one. So yep. my yeah. bad. Moving on. Let's Woo. just scratch that Damn, one. And you come on strong Double H. She don't play double H. Double H. Don't play. Yeah, I don't play. Oof, okay, so goodness. this next one This here, is what you're going to hang your hat on. Taylor Swift stealing. All right. Are you going to let me talk? Not today, man. You guys are going to go at it. You guys are watching. <laughs> man, Cap, you were fighting with Beto the other day. I'm ready to throw him out. Can yeah, we but the only, thing, the only thing is a lot of people in the community think there's tension between you and Beto. And Absolutely. I don't, you know what kind of t- tension I'm talking about. I don't know, but that's if you're going to start insinuating those things, that's a whole different right, conversation anyways, that you don't need saying. to go there, Cap. That's okay. what they're saying. That's all way, saying. way to be a creeper and ruin the moment. Well, wasn't the that... moment already ruined? <laughs> no, we're having a conversation Haters hate, hate, hate. All right, what's the next question, Lindsay? Come on, okay. Christopher. So the next one, Cleveland alert. The oh Cleveland Guardians have demoted their mustard mascot following what has been a rough 2022 season. The mascot has been part of 
50 races at Progressive Field this year, going winless in all 50 contests. Both Ketchup and Onion have recorded 25 victories, successfully <laughs> blanking Mustard on the scoreboard. Earlier, the Indians tweet. Oh, I'm sorry, the Guardians. I keep calling them the Indians. The Guardians tweeted out, quote, after much consult and toiling internally, we've made a difficult roster move that we believe is in the best interest of our organization. And the, the tweet included a statement about Mustard's demotion. <laughs> Do you guys actually watch the mascot races at baseball games? Oh, absolutely. I lost 10 bucks last week. Oh, swipe right. I lost 10 bucks in Texas last week (laughs) betting on the dots at the Rangers game on Friday, man. The blue dot got knocked down. I was robbed right there. No, heck yeah. Every single mascot game, I absolutely gamble on it. There's there's nothing better because what are you going to do, right? I got the like the Laker game. They got the green car, the red car, the AAA game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, In Arizona, they got the – I think Mark Grace is racing against – Randy Johnson in, in D.C., they got the, the president's race. Milwaukee has the sausage races. Oh, I, I just want to be one of the people that gets to run inside one of the mascots. That's like, that right there is a career goal. What's the deal with the guy who, like, you start out, like, 50 yards in front of him? Oh, the breeze, the fla- right? The, fla- the flash or the breeze? Yeah, the bre- in, in Atlanta. And then he yeah. always wins, that guy, He right? always wins, yeah. How's he do it? Because he's really fast. He's like got to be like an Olympic runner, right? Here's, I, I love watching this, but here's what's interesting. Cleveland is in first place in the AL Central. The fact That's that right. their PR department is coming up with this, their marketing department is doing this, good for them. You know, get some more attention because I didn't know Cleveland was in first place until right now when I just looked up. That's so, right. So good for them. I love it. Hey, if you're not performing mustard, get down here. Let's go. Go to AAA. Get out of here. Go to Toledo, buddy. And is that regular yellow mustard? Is it's it spicy awesome. mustard? Is it Dijon mustard? Well, the great poop is going to be called up. Yeah. Well, it's it the the costume for the mustard character the mascot is yellow but I will say that in Cleveland they use ballpark mustard that's like the staple there so he's kind of like you know he should be wearing have like the brown mustard on him but it's like yellow. All right, all right, there we go. That's Radio Tinder. There you have it. Coming up next, so Balake Harris is going to join us. He is our Dodger insider. The Dodgers are on an unstoppable tear right now. What is Blake going to tell us about why the Dodgers are as hot as they are? We'll find out next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. All right, Thursday afternoon here on Sedano and Cap on thought, 710 thought, ESPN. This is what I do. I thought. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Live imaging Thursday on Sedano and Cap, Thursday afternoon, quarter before 6 p.m. in the Southland. Oh, man. What time is this show over? Hour now. and 15 minutes. Now. Why are we playing this or? Because well, it's three L W. Three L W. Hit song. It was their like biggest right, hit song. Cool. Beto, you know this group? You know this song, Beto? Nah, I'm old, bro. I know, right? Yeah. Taylor Swift knew it though. Yeah. Let's double down on that. All right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Yesterday was all MJ. Now it's all more song. All right. I'll be quiet. I'm not welcomed anymore. Yeah, you are. That's why I'm doing Mason next week. No, you're not. Just really? one day, though, right? Just one day. I'm it's not... a tester day. I tester. remember when he said he would never yeah. do any other show, just Sedano and Cat. So you and then go. I became the MVP of the softball game, and now I'm calling my shot, oh. and now I'm going to the highest bidder. Now what? You want a little inside baseball? <laughs> I do. So sure. I'm uh, on my way yesterday because I couldn't move my neck yesterday. Something oh. happened while I was sleeping. Oh, yeah, I hate that. So oh, I had to man. go see my guy, Mar- Dr. Marshall in Fullerton. He's next to my cigar lounge, and he does all my intense body work. I and go these him. aren't like massages. These are like intense. You're going to scream in pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what it's is this, re- active release therapy? It is active release, and okay. I released. Love that. I bet Love you that. do. But here's the thing. So I was on my way, and I see, boom, it pops up. Phone's ringing. Steve Mason at 415, and I'm like, uh, what is this? Hey, man, just want to call and say hi. 
haven't been it's been a while since we talked. I go, okay, mate. Well, you've been on vacation. He goes, yeah, but you're kind of you're slow rolling this week a little bit. You're not doing as much imaging. I'm like, well, I've been busy with other stuff, but I appreciate it, mate. You sent what's, an email saying that. Yeah, I know. I said, what's going on? He said, so uh, what do you think of Beto? <laughs> Don't tell this story on the air. And yes, do tell this story no, on the air. Oh, man, that's not fair to Mason because he doesn't know that. It- oh, he'll know because I'll set it up in the open when you host. <sighs> That's not fair to him. It was a private conversation. That's not fair. It's all right. It's what we do no, around No, you here. don't do that, man. It's what that's we all not, do. Hold on. Let me finish that's this. That's not fair to Mason. There's no way you should do that. Don't tell 100% that story. 100% do it. Do the, not listen do to Beto. Do not tell what Trust Mason, me when I tell you. My I instincts are a 1,000% better than I his. I do not want to hear what Mason Believe had to me. say about me, Believe Christopher. Yes, you do. Do not say that on the air. Say it, Chris. So Please. I said, and I give him my whole spiel about, <laughs> you know, Beto, listen, Beto is an interesting flavor at times, but he's really grown as a performer. He's not the same Beto from 10 years ago. Yeah. Look at how he's ingrained with the audience. The audience loves him. He goes, well, you know. I said, but he's more of a Sedano and Cap thing, I would think. I said, and I think Beto knows that. He goes, well, I'm giving him a chance next year. <laughs> giving him a shot. Oh, really? Oh, yep. oh, oh. I'm See, giving him a shot. this is why you should not have told me this. No, this is exactly why. No, 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 no. So you're getting no, your no, shot, all, man. All, no, no, first of all, first of all, I'm giving him a shot <laughs> because that ruins my afternoon golf. Because golfing... Sedano's perfect. Four o'clock show. Get here at three. Great. Mason, I mean, it ruins my morning show. No, so there no, no, you go. No. Sedano and I'm Cap. Giving, first of all, I'm giving that show some flavor. I'm giving them some street cred. I'm giving them recognition. You know what? I'm busy next week. Continues now. <laughs> nice job. Very well done. Wait Very well done. fired up now. Well, don't get too fired up because Blake Harris is here. He is our Dodger insider, and he is back on the Sedano and Cap show. Beto is in for Sedano. Balake, good afternoon. How are you? Doing fantastic, guys. How's uh, how's your Thursday going over there? Um, it's it's um, I don't know. How would you describe it, Beto? How would you say it is? Ah, uh, three LW. Yes, that's right. Do you know who three LW is, dude? No, he's twelve. Uh, I I have never heard of that. Laura asked me, and uh, it was asking me to crack a code. So I, I'm not in on the three LW or uh, whatever that is. That's the that's the thing you use after Warren Buffett, okay? It's the thing you, you do for what? Every day, and that's mine. Yeah. War and BAPIP. Advanced, no, no. An, advanced analytics there, Kaplan. Okay, got it. Thank that's you. That's what 3LW is to, hit, to us. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, clearly the three of us have no idea what's going on. Laura and Lindsay do. <laughs> Blake, uh, do this for us. Let, let's talk a little Dodgers. Start us off kind of globally here, big picture. Ten straight wins, on fire, unstoppable. What do you say? It really is unbelievable. I mean, the way this team is playing right now, like you said, 10 straight wins. Their offense is playing at a whole nother level. The way their bats have been the last couple of weeks, this is kind of what everyone was expecting entering the season. Now, they've had every player go through hot streaks, go through cold streaks, but this is really the first time where everyone in the lineup is hitting, regardless of who it is. I mean, whether you throw Trace Thompson out there, Joey Gallo, Chris Taylor, Justin Turner, even the rookies from a couple of weeks ago with Miguel Vargas and James Outman, Everyone that steps in the batter's box for the Dodgers has been hitting, and it helps when, again, you have like the best starting staff, the best bullpen in baseball. So things are clicking right now. Clearly the best team in baseball, and I don't think this winning streak is going to come to an anytime soon uh, looking at their upcoming schedule. Yeah, Blake, I was reading your Substack a couple hours ago, right? And Good job by it. And what did you do to upset all of Atlanta? The Braves fans came after you because of one tweet. You just said that officially the greatest 162 stretch by MLB team in expansion era. Okay, you stated facts. Why do they hate you? This is something I've been trying to figure out, Beto, ever since the Braves won the World Series. So the Braves, they knocked out the Dodgers in the playoffs fair and square. But for some reason, Braves fans all over, whenever there's any sort of mention of the Dodgers, they just come into full attack mode saying, well, who won the World Series? 
we won the World Series. Well, you know, congratulations. Dodgers fans were rooting for the Braves to beat the Astros. And it's almost as if Braves fans forget that three times over the last decade, the Dodgers humiliated the Braves in the playoffs. So not exactly certain why the entire Braves fan base uh, continues to bag on the Dodgers. When, like you said, I wasn't attacking the Braves. I said, this is the greatest 162-game stretch in the expansion era, which goes back more than 60 years. And again, I, I get the Dodgers didn't win the World Series, but at the end of the day, this is something we've never seen. in Well, I've never seen in my lifetime. I'm sure there are some listeners out there that saw Cleveland do this in the early 50s, but this is historic, and we should appreciate it more instead of uh, bashing the Dodgers for not winning every World Series every year. Well, good job by you knowing that Braves fans are following all your tweets. There you go. So I'm still winning. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Harris is here. He's our Dodger insider on Sedano and Cap. Let's talk about Max Muncy because all of a sudden it thing it look kind of looks like things are turning around for him. What do you say? Yeah, I mean he has been fantastic at the plate. He's been the Dodgers' best hitter for probably about two to three weeks now. And a lot of Dodgers fans over the course of the season have been calling for Dave Roberts to bench Max Muncy. He's been awful this year. The first few months, he was one of the worst hitters in all of baseball. But the beauty of having, you know, the huge lead in the division, it gives the Dodgers a chance to give Max Muncy more reps, more opportunities to try to get things right. And it looks like it's slowly starting to pay off. I mean, this is a guy that hits 35 homers a year, has finished top 15 in MVP voting three of the last four years. And if he starts turning things around, where if all of a sudden Max Muncy is your number five or number six hitter, this Dodgers lineup is going to be better than we've ever seen. And there's no coincidence that the Dodgers, I think, have only lost one or two games the last three weeks ever since Max Muncy, ever since Max Muncy turned it around. So I'm glad the Dodgers were patient with him, and it's starting to pay off because he looks fantastic at the plate. All right. Julio Urias. Do you ever talk to him? Do you ever see him? No, I, I haven't been inside the clubhouse this year. And unfortunately, Beto, my Spanish uh, isn't the best. No, so, I mean, he speaks English, uh, too. I mean, you can have a conversation. <laughs> my point is, okay, yeah. this dude is just on fire, right? He's doing excellent for them. So how come you don't write more about Julio Urias? I'm messing with you, man. Basically, I, I'm, I'm trying he, to say this guy needs more, man. The crazy thing is I talk about how underrated he is by the national you know, media, and I still feel like I don't give him the attention he deserves. Exactly, you know, Blake. guy... I, I think he's he's gotten so good to the point where we kind of just expect it. Where now you expect him to toss seven, you know, eight innings, allow only one or two runs. And again, that just goes to show this is a guy, he should be in the Scion conversation. I know there's a lot of discussion about Sandy Alcantara, but Julio Urias, I mean, I think dating back to July of last season, has some of the best numbers among all starters in all of baseball. This is a guy, he is the Dodgers ace. I know a lot of people like to say it's Bueller or Kershaw. Julio is the Dodgers ace. And I do think he's one of the three or four best pitchers in all of baseball. So like you said, it just goes to show how underrated he is, where I acknowledge he's underrated, but I'm still not giving him the attention he man, deserves. He just does the work, man. Culiacan's own. Balake Harris. The, uh, the, you know what? Listen, since we're talking about starting pitchers, you think about it. Kershaw's now hurt with the back, and this is his second injury of the season. Uh, Bueller, who you mentioned, has been out for quite some time. Dustin May is expected to come back soon. And yet, the Dodger pitching staff, for all the talk about the bats and the offense and the scoring, They've got the top pitching staff in baseball, and it's almost one of those times where you're like, if everything happens, if everybody has a career year, then this. So you got your two top guys, theoretically, and yet the Dodger pitching two top guys hurt, and the Dodger pitching staff is still on fire. What do you what do you make of all that? I mean, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that Kershaw would miss a significant amount of time, Bueller would miss most of the season, and Dustin May wouldn't even be ready yet, and they'd have the best starter rotation in baseball. 
I'd probably say uh, give me what you're having because that's, you know, absolutely insane. They've just had dominant, you know, performances from every guy that's took the ball for them. Obviously, we just talked about Julio being one of the best starters, you know, in all of baseball. But Tony Gonsolin, he's having a career year. Tyler Anderson, he's having a career year. Andrew Heaney, the Heen dog, as everyone likes to call him, we've only seen him six or seven times this season. And he has an ERA of like 0.65. So they're just getting huge contributions from every guy. And it really has been incredible um, from the starting rotation. And the thing that's most impressive to me that, you know, goes under the radar, it's the fact that these guys go deep into games. You know, they're not pitching four or five innings and turning over to the bullpen for four innings. They're going six. They're going seven, which has been huge for the Dodgers. So hats off to the starting pitching. Hats off to Mark Pryor because uh, this pitching staff with these starting pitchers, I don't think anyone could have predicted this kind of year entering the season. Blake Harris, let me uh, tell you something that on August 24th, I want you to mark your calendar right now, okay? On August 24th, yes, please do. It's a Wednesday. Between 4 and 7 p.m., we are taking the show on the road, and we're going to be at Homebound Brewhouse at Union Station in downtown L.A., and we want you to come stop by the show. Beto's going to be there if he's in the country. Clinton Yates and the Consigliere will definitely be by. Laura and Lindsay are expected to be there. All of the community says that they're coming out that day. Balake, you should come out there and <clears throat> press the flesh. What do you say? Hey, if the community is going to be there, if this is the place to be that night, I'll make sure that I clear my calendar and that I make an appearance. All right. That sounds good. What do you think of that, Beto? My man's coming out. Remember? Oh, I'm falling apart here. What'd you do? Uh, uh, keep talking. <laughs> keep talking? What'd you, what'd you do? Knock the microphone apart? No, you he's did, a little busy. What's he doing? Don't worry. Keep talking. You got Blake on. All right. Forget about it. Blake, it is great to talk to you, man. Um, listen, I got to say, uh, all these Padre fans call me uh, you know, down in San Diego, and they're, they're making their excuses. I got nothing for them. I, I can't tell them anything. The, the Padres weren't, weren't ready to step up and, and play with the big boys. Yeah, I mean, it's seen, we've been seeing that the last couple of years, especially in these series where the Dodgers just hand it to them. I thought it was going to be a more competitive series this past weekend. Uh, clearly it wasn't. I think following, uh, what was it, Sunday's game or maybe Saturday's, Will Myers came out and said, yeah, we put too much emphasis on uh, these Dodgers games. So clearly uh, it's going around in the clubhouse. But the Padres, they had a nice couple of games this past week. It looks like they're slowly turning a corner. It'll be interesting to see uh, how this Padres team looks when the Dodgers face them in a couple of weeks because – the fate of the Padres season is in the Dodgers' hands. They play each other nine more times. The Padres are hanging on by a thread in that final wild card spot. So I know the division is out of grabs, so Dodgers fans might you know lose attention with that. But there's a chance the Dodgers can be the reason the Padres miss the playoffs. So those games in September are going to be huge, and I'm sure San Diego, they're going to be absolutely rocking down there because it's going to be a playoff-like atmosphere, uh, like I say, with that third and final wild card spot on the line. All right, Blake Harris stopping by. He's our Dodger insider. Blake, great talking to you, man. Appreciate you being available to us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks again, guys. Have a great weekend. All right, very good. All right, listen, um, coming up, what you need to know. And, uh, Laura, can I, do a, a, can I tell everybody about Coors Light right here? Is this a good time? What do you say? No, it's not a good time. Okay, what you need to know right around the corner. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.